Hello and welcome. Today we're talking about breakups. And my most recent breakup happened two and a half, moving on three years ago. I guess about two and a half years ago. It happened uh, pretty close to the beginning of the pandemic and the first lockdown. Um, yeah, it was a relationship that happened. It was fairly brief and I had been single for quite a few years leading up to it. And maybe that's part of why um, I very quickly formed a very intense connection, very deep with this person. And it, it only lasts, our, our intimate relationship only lasted like four months. We're still friends. But um, yeah, after about four months, I think, it just became clear that that it didn't make sense for us to continue in a in a relationship and we parted ways and very shortly after that the world shut down and i was forced into isolation with all of the feelings that came up in the wake of having that relationship come into my world and then having it torn out of my world just as quickly and um, it was a very, I mean, it was a peaceful, loving um, breakup and there was no conflict, but it was still painful. And uh, I kind of thought that I had already grieved it and processed it and moved through it. But uh, when that lockdown happened and I was forced into isolation, and there was no distraction from my feelings whatsoever, uh, it became very clear very fast that some void in me had been torn open. And I would go for these long walks by myself every day because it's all I could do um, in that lockdown situation. And all of these feelings of devastation and loss came up, and it was like, this woman who would come into my life, she was this light. She was, she was this missing element of love that had come into my life and then been pried out of my life. And, and um, yeah, just felt uh, the, this feeling of longing and loneliness and desolation was inescapable. And in retrospect... I think I was really fortunate to be forced into intimate contact with those feelings, into intimate contact with this void that had been torn open inside of me. Because if it weren't for that, I was already starting to date again, starting to go on the dating apps and meeting people. And um, I probably would have just found something to fill that space in my life, which isn't the worst thing. You know, there are worse things than having loving relationships with people who make you feel like life is worth living. <laughs> There's no, that's not inherently bad, but there was something so um, fortunate as far as my own growth as a person and not being able to find another fixation, not finding someone else or something else uh, to distract me from from the pain and all of the feelings that got opened up in the wake of that relationship. And it was a really 
really wonderful thing because I don't even know how long in that state of solitary um, lockdown isolation my sadness and devastation lasted. Not very long, though, because, um, it, I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a decade-long relationship, right? Um, it, it was fairly brief, but there was this intimate connection. There was this, this love, this intimacy, this light. Now it was just gone. Here I am alone again. And so there's this void. And I think most of us have this void, this yearning for intimacy or connection or acceptance or purpose or the sacred there's so many different ways you could articulate it um but i was here it was torn open in me and here i am alone with it and i would go on these walks and just feel this sadness and i had learned that okay when you have feelings you have to accept them you have to feel them that's the way to the resolution or understanding or integration of the feeling if it's a painful feeling and so I just kind of made it a practice of going for these walks and feeling this sadness, this devastation, this feeling of hopeless aloneness, um, this feeling of incredibly excruciating yearning, all the stuff that had been awakened inside of me. And what happened is... I, I, again, I don't know how long it took, maybe a few days, probably less than a week, and it was like a baby crying itself to sleep, this part of me, because after a while of facing and feeling that pain, it's like it didn't have, it's like it emptied its tank or something, and there might have been some emotional work I did, I don't remember what it was, what I remember is that the feeling just through being felt and accepted and loved because a part of me tried to look at the feeling as though I was witnessing a masterpiece like a Shakespearean play or something it's like wow look how deeply you feel you know you only know someone for four months and you gave them the keys to the kingdom you gave them this tremendous power over you and look how deeply you're feeling um and I kind of just let myself appreciate that and witness it. And after a little bit, the feelings calmed down. And what was left underneath them was this feeling of, wait a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still okay. That, that person is gone, and I still feel this sense of beauty in life. I think we're going to be okay. And I don't think I'm describing it quite perfectly. Like, underneath that sadness was this glowing sense of peace and love. Um, this, this wiser part of me that was aware. It's like a few things were happening during those days. I think there was a part of me that was aware of... I'm saying this without being judgmental towards myself or anybody else who goes through this, but there's a bit of a comedic absurdity to the fact that this young woman I had only known for like four or five months at this point. And in those four or five months, I had given her this seat 
in my psyche of kind of ultimate power. She had this power to completely devastate me emotionally. And she didn't ask for it. I just was like, whoa, I, I am in awe of you. I'm in awe of how being around you makes me feel. I think I want to just give you all of my power. I want to give you my, my sense of balance. I think I want to give that to you. My sense of self-love. I think I want to give that to you. And in a very short period of time, my identity had become entwined with someone who was a relative newcomer. They weren't a relative newcomer. They were a newcomer completely to my world. Six months earlier, I would have walked past her on the street, and if I noticed her, I would have been like, oh, she seems really pretty and nice. And we would have been strangers. There would have been no um, intertwinement of our worlds, and my sense of self wouldn't have been attached to having her in my life in a certain specific kind of way. So there's something so fascinating about how quickly I could relinquish my sense of inner power, how quickly I could let someone else come in and occupy the seat of power in my consciousness. Um, and I think while I was going through that pain, once I let myself really feel it, a part of me began to be like, hmm, this is interesting. <laughs> and once the feeling started to kind of, I guess, process through just by me allowing myself to be with it, that more wise perspective that has been through breakups before and it knows we can carry on and we continue feeling love for ourselves, for our friends, for the beautiful experiences we have with strangers, with people who are kind to us. And yes, also in intimate romantic relationships, it's like that perspective came back into my awareness that um that sobriety i guess that's what it feels like as i describe it it's like oh i was so enmeshed with that person when they pulled away all i felt was this void that had more to do with me than her it had more to do with me easily throwing away my sense of self-love, my sense of dignity. And I was lucky that I was forced into circumstances that required I just be alone with this void inside of me and be alone for long enough for the crying and thrashing to calm down and realize, like, wait a minute, this is actually pretty good. Just like being alone in nature right now, this is pretty dope. And having friends that I love, that's dope. And the fact that I got to have an experience of intimacy that ended in love and it ended for really necessary, rational reasons, that was dope. And <laughs> there was just this gratitude, this rational, emotionally grounded gratitude and love and reverence for my experience that could come in and um, and uh, take up some of the space left behind once that pain and thrashing had calmed itself down. And yeah, like I said, I feel like I'm lucky 
that I had that empty space and I didn't just fill it with another person, another fixation, because that myth that I carry and that so many of us carry, that part of us, it's like an inner child that's reaching for the perfect love. It feels like it didn't get or that it wants to experience. Um, when we try to get another person to fill that place, we we may be missing an opportunity to develop our own love engine, to develop the, this really extraordinary ability to regulate ourselves emotionally, to give ourselves a lift instead of requiring someone or something outside of us to give us a lift. Because when we lean really heavily emotionally on the love of one particular person, I mean, we're all human. None of us love perfectly. Um, and, and things happen, so it's a precarious thing. And it can be unfair to put that amount of responsibility on another person. And it can make us love them in a, in a strange way. Because we're bringing this dependence. We're bringing um, some void that we're trying to get them to fill, which isn't fair. And it isn't the most loving thing we can do, paradoxically. Um, anyhow, so I think that going through a breakup has the potential, when it's a breakup, that really opens up the vulnerability in us that exposes what I referred to today as a, as a void. I mean, it gives us the opportunity to really come face to face with some deep, important feelings in us. This sense of longing for something outside of us that we may be able to find a lot of within us. And we may be able to find a lot of outside the context of a sexual or romantic relationship. Not that there's anything wrong with finding love and empathy and support in an intimate relationship. But when we go there with our own inner resources, I think that's a resource for making it better for everybody. And just developing those resources in general, for me, I'm certainly a work in progress on this level, but it's, um, man, it gives everything else this context. It gives the periods of isolation this really sacred, beautiful purpose. It gives relationships that come to an end in a way that's painful this beautiful, sacred purpose. It's like, wow, I got to experience something there and it hurts to have it go away. And it's building my character because I'm learning to love myself through that. I'm learning to feel these feelings instead of finding a distraction or numbing myself or getting another person to fill that void. Um, and everybody's got a different way of, of doing these things, but I do believe for myself, that going through that process of the breakup, it's like it opens something up, and it's such a beautiful, sacred opportunity to make contact with a part of ourself that's really raw, and, and it might have some misperceptions about how amazing it really is, and how much it's loved already, and um, yeah, it's, it's a really beautiful opportunity. And if you have any thoughts, 
If you're going through a breakup and you've experienced something similar, uh, if you found this helpful, if you disagree, if you really strongly agree, let me know. If you're watching on YouTube, you can comment, you can like, you can subscribe, you can share it with your friends. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can do the same, minus commenting, I think. Um, if you're interested in my book, How to Open the Heart, An Incredible Journey into Vulnerability, Empathy, and the Transformation of Consciousness, you'll find info about it in the show notes. And until next time, I hope that you have a beautiful day.